Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about how quickly you can build a million-dollar business. Before we do that, though, guys, let's talk about the Subdivide Masterclass. It's here. It's back. It is the absolute best Subdivide training program there is, and you want to be a part of it. It's more than training. It's, it's a program. It's, it's a family. It's a tribe. So... Uh, if you are already a land investor and you want to take your business up to the next level, go on our website, schedule a call with me. We'll talk all about it, see if it's a good fit for you. It's no pressure call. I'm not going to try and sell you on it. We're just going to make sure it's a good fit. And if it is, we'll move forward. So get out there and check that out. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. Got to have a good lunch with a, uh, I guess he's not even a listener, just kind of found us through the world of land investing and realized that we were in the same town and came by and. Got to spend time with a new a new new friend, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. I always like doing that stuff. That's why we got the office. Yeah, that's what we used it for. Yeah, I like it. I like it when they can buy and they get to tell us. But you know, you brought up when we were talking about podcast titles, and you know, I went catchy title. Let's talk about how quick it is to make a million dollar business. But you know, you were listening to his story and how he got started, and how a lot of the stories are the same. They go into the desert squares to get proof of concept and kind of move from there, and they they get scared to take that leap to that next step, and so it kind of. Both these topics kind of line up with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were having lunch. He was sitting there telling us his story about how he got into land investing and how he started in Apache, Arizona, Apache County. And and I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, that's basically where I started because I was in Mojave, yeah. the other side of the state. But I think, if I remember right, they're on <laughs> exact opposite corners. Are they really? I I could be wrong. I'm just going yeah. off memory you know, from, what, eight years ago, but it's like, I think Apache's in the lower east and Mojave's in the upper west. Yeah. Did you say eight years ago? God, we're getting old. <laughs> uh, but then he's like, and now I'm trying to figure out how to go to the bigger properties, you know, right? And yeah. I, I was thinking that was, that's almost our exact story because you were Brewster County and yeah. it was Mojave County and here he is in Apache County and he's asking all the right questions. Yeah. And, and he's saying all the right things. He's like, yeah, because, you know, how many times can I buy for 2000 sell for seven, right? Yeah. To make the kind of money I want to make. And it we're does- like, yeah. Oh, it was me. My <laughs> ringer's never on. Um, well, that was my my ringtones. I don't know if people could hear that, but Justin just interrupted the show with his phone ringing. You yeah, know. that's my wife. Yeah, she'll never call either. <laughs> um, do you need to take that? No, we'll be fine. Okay, she, she she won't die in the next ten minutes. At least I hope when she hears this. Well, she won't ever hear it if she did. So yeah. So okay, all's good. Yeah. But anyway, he's like, well, you know, how do I step it up and go from there? Which kind of brings into how quickly can you? I mean, yeah, that's like. I know there's probably this thing of a million dollar business seems so difficult, but is it really? No, and I don't think it is. And so I was talking to Trevor yesterday and we were having a conversation about uh, pasture holdings and how it's going. And, you know, one of the difficulties for the difficulties for us is breaking the sphere of land investors and getting into that mom and pop that want to try an alternative asset. And then I was telling him, I was like, you know, with our first two offerings, what we've done, we, we, as and maybe it's a it's a trauma response because I was never good enough, or I, I want to work harder as an entrepreneur. The 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 typical bug that an entrepreneur gets, and you don't take the time to celebrate what you've done. So I said, well, let's let's take a step back. These first two offerings that we put together, the amount of money that it created is a seven figure business, 
and it's happened in two in, in two offerings by using a couple different tactics that we know. And I and so I go back into it. I was like, man, we kind of got to be proud of that, that we were able to do it. And we're mad at each other. Or not mad at each other. We're mad at ourselves, going, how do we get that next step? Because we're, we're, we're say mad at yourself. It's probably the wrong term. We're like frustrated going, okay, what's that next step? How do we break outside of our sphere into the next sphere? And what does that look like? Because we're so focused on that end goal that we forget that we have built the skill to build these businesses to seven figures with no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, so that then brings up the next question. Is it easy to grow a million dollar business because you've already built the skill? Yeah. And I, and it's, you're, you're exactly right. And that's, so I go back into that and it's like, so when you get a mentor, when you get this thing, these people that you get around, you get it sit at the right table, the, the stuff like building that business or understanding what a subdivide looks like. We talk about that in masterclass, you know, what that looks like, the underwriting, Every one of those guys that have gone through there, they have a different skill set now than they did before they walked in. So all 21 of those guys that have gone through Masterclass can look at a deal differently, and that business, that knowledge is there. Now it becomes almost easy to them. And I, and I won't say easy. It's just second nature. It's a, it's a. am looking at a deal, and I'm like, okay, hey, this is three things to do. I got a, a deal from Larry today, and he's in our original class. And he says, hey, man, this, just, I, this is the best way I cut it with all the access. I'm worried about the topography. Take a look at it. I look at it, and I'm like, there's no better way he could have cut it other than not cutting it as much. And so I sent back and said, hey, look at it this way. It still gets the forced appreciation you want. It puts you in that target range, but it takes away some of that concern you have. And, and so you look at it like that, and you look at these things so many times, you go through the repetitions, you forget how easy, air quotes up, lack of better mm-hmm. term, that it becomes for you because you've done the reps, you've done the, you've taken the, the lumps, you've been around the right people, you've worked with the right coaches, and now you have a business or a skill set that just creates it creates money, mm-hmm. and I when I'm and I'm going back to Travis who we yeah. had lunch with today, right? Thinking about from his situation, right? The new person, yeah. How easy is it? And I think hearing how we started and or knowing how we started and hearing how he's going through it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Is that I don't want to say lack of confidence because he seemed a very confident guy, right? Yeah. It was just like that that know how and like building that portion of it up. He he just hasn't seen it yet. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't seen. He's like so. How many other employees do you have? And I was like, no, it's just we just have Peyton. Jeff Peyton's here. Yeah. Why? Well, brokers sell it. I don't have to. Ho- My whole disposition is off the table. Mm-hmm. So all we have to do is funnel leads and work on our funnel, and then how we want to generate money outside of those deals or what that looks like. So, is it a good deal? What is it? Does it hit these three or four check marks? Does it make enough money? And then how do we leverage into it and leverage out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was going back in my head. I was thinking to when I first got into real estate, two thousand five, four uh-huh. or five, whatever it was, and my very first broker, his advice was, hey, the the bigger, more expensive ones are easier. Yeah. Right. And that's so true still to this day because let's take these desert squares, for example. You gotta close them. Yeah. You gotta sell them. Yep. Finding a sell buyer for them isn't always that easy because nope. you're having to be a Facebook, you're having to yeah. be Craigslist, you're having you may maybe lands on some of them, but it's a whole different machine. Like I've got two or three properties right now that we bought in a note package. They're not what my normal dispo is because I bought them as a tranche. And having to train Peyton, because that's not what she's trained to do. She's not trained on dispo. She's trained on acquisitions. That She is purely acquisitions and then helping me with little projects. So having to rebuild that side of the business, it's like, do I do that or do I take a hit and offer them wholesale to somebody else, which I'd love to. I've got two of them. And I'd get you that information if you want them, and you're more than welcome to get it. And these things had, I bought them at 50 cents on a dollar of the note value. But that's the thing is, once you start to focus in and you build your business, you build your skill set, you build the things that you become repetitious, for lack of a better term, you build your baseball swing. And you've got a good cut, you start hitting the ball more consistently. And, again, it just becomes easier because now you're not the one having to do everything. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. title companies close it. Realtors sell it. Back to a title company on the other end. Yep. Then, and this is like one of my favorite business sayings, is like, you just become the captain of your ship. Right? Yeah. The captain stands at the, the helm. helm yeah. He's like, hey, this needs to go here. We need to do this. You need to take care of that. And that's how it gets done. Yeah. I agreed. As we were walking back from lunch, he's like, you know, I just don't know how to take a step. I was like, this is exactly what we would. I said, you, and he hadn't listened. He hadn't taken our course. So this is not a student of ours. And mm-hmm. so a guy that found some random internet dudes that do land in an area that he lives and he decided to reach out to you and see if we'd have lunch. And he came and had lunch with us. And then I think he probably enjoyed the lunch. He got a free lunch out of the deal and got to talk to two, some land dudes. So, but walking back, he's like, I just don't know. I said, what's well, real easy. You just look at a, what we talk about the bass boat property. You come out, this is a bigger property to break, cut your teeth in. Then you're going to offer 30 to 40 cents on a dollar. You're going to look at it when it comes back, see if it makes money, pay more if you need to make the money, the return you want to make, and then do it again. You go to a broker and you go, go on with your day. And like you said, well, if, yeah, if you're doing one that makes 20 to $30,000 profit and you do one a month, it's a really nice life. It's a little bit different. He's like, oh, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, do one a quarter changes your life. Get to one every five days. What's your life like? And so that's, you know, so we go back to how easy it is to build a million dollar business. I'm going to say we spent four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars and we created a million dollars profit. Hmm. So we did that in, I don't know, six weeks because you, you got quiet there. I'm like, I feel like it's, whew, really? No, no, Is no, it no. that easy? We could have done it quicker, but we were working out kinks. Got to get the LLCs and everything moving, going the right direction. So that's, that's how easy it is for us now. Could it be done faster? Yeah, I could think you could do it faster. And there's some internet guru that's going to come in and say, oh, I did it in four weeks now or I did it in three weeks care less still made a million bucks on a business that's one of 21 LLCs that we own <laughs> so you know that's that's what I'm shooting for with the people that listen to this is having the confidence to know that they can start it up but also taking that moment and saying hey now that I have the skill set I need to appreciate the skill set that I've, I've cultivated and actually take action mm-hmm. yeah I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, I agree with you at all, all of that. And it does seem very simple once you have the skill, Yeah, you know, and, and it's one of those that doesn't go away either. Yeah. I was talking, I forgot how I was going through the conversation. It was like, yeah, you need money. You just send mail, buy property and resell it. Yeah. It's one of those, it's just like a, a trade, a skill yep. that you have from now on. Yep. Remember when we were kids and you needed money to go mow a yard? It's the same thing. You go knock on the door and say, hey, can I mow your yard? Sometimes they say yes. Sometimes they say no. They say yes. You mow the yard. You get paid. You move on. Mm-hmm. Hit the next one. Yeah, it's funny. I just thought about this. When I, I had a yard mowing business for years, and I was doing direct mail, basically just putting flyers in people's mailbox all the time. Were you really? Yeah. Okay, look at that. <laughs> That's back when Dad used to charge you for using his lawnmower or his gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I That's, love that. And uh, he wouldn't, like, so any, I would have to push my mower with the weed eater and the blower and the gas all, like, all the way up to, Winscott. Okay. To mow yards. From so so for, the, for, the, for those who don't know, that's about two and a half, three miles uphill. <laughs> yeah. Barefoot too. Cause like, a, yeah, you couldn't afford shoes. Yeah. They, they got ruined from doing all that. Yeah. But then I'd get home and my dad would be like, Oh, $20 a yard, but my lawnmower, my weed eater, my gas. And so that's got to equal 15 bucks. So it looks like you profited five. <laughs> God, Bruce, he's a rebel. <laughs> I remember that one. I, I, I'm going to put that on his, uh, on your sales slip for his cars when you when you're just letting them go one day at a time. There you go, Dad. There's your fifteen dollars. Uh, yeah. If I have the space, those cars probably won't go anywhere. Yeah. 
Well, Kaysen, Kaysen wants a red Trans Am Firebird, so just think about your nephew. Mm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just think about your nephew. Okay. <laughs> See, because when I hear that come out of his mouth. No, ask him. He'll tell you. I want red, I want red Trans Am Firebird. So he'll, he'll tell you. He'll take You're it. in the corner like, say, red Trans Am Firebird. Uh, he, so, no, what he really wants is like the Smokey and a Bandit one. Like your your dad's mm-hmm. a 70. Seven. A seven, I was going to say 78, but they all kind of look the same. 77. Mm-hmm. His are five-year increments, right? Yeah. Okay. 72, 77. 67, 67, 72, 77. Yep. Okay. So um, he goes, I want that one, but I want red with the big silver bird. Mm. So that's that's the one he wants. Okay. So, but because he's got one like that. And he likes the 72, but he wants it red. Like he has a red one model at home. Mm. So he likes both of them, but he would take a 67. He's going to grow a ponytail, get <laughs> gold chain. He, he's going to be wearing gold chains and uh, sleeveless shirts. <laughs> Pache's already offered to send him down all his tank tops. So when he gets older. But cool, man. Well, let's wrap it up. I think that we kind of. Prove a point there, like the skill set that we teach and that we work with, whether it's master class or it's just the blueprint itself, rinse and repeating and getting out of that buy for two, sell for seven. While that sounds cool at first, you know, once you step into that bass boat style property and above, that skill set doesn't go away. And it's really, really easy to grow your net worth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys, that's it for today. Then, as always, do us a favor go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Spotify, Apple Podcast, all that places. Give us a like, review, subscribe, and uh, we look forward, and we'll see you next Friday. See you guys.